to the Freedom Nation podcast with Jeff Kickle. On this show, Jeff shares his expertise in financial and retirement planning from a different perspective. Planning for your Freedom Day, which is the first day that you wake up and have enough income or assets and do not have to go to work that day. Learn how to calculate what you need, how to generate income sources, and listen to interviews from others who've done it themselves. Get ready to experience your own Freedom Day. Hello, Freedom Nation. I'm so glad to have you on today. Uh, It is episode number 16, and today we call this one Take a Snowball to Debt Freedom. Debt is one of the biggest cancers that we have in most of our lives. Uh, Now, I don't mean to belittle anything about cancer, but debt, when it comes to finances, is the cancer that we have. Um, And it's one of those things that we have in our society. We didn't have things like credit cards prior to 1980, and people didn't have credit card debt. They pretty much might have had a mortgage, uh, might have had a car loan, but there was no real credit cards until the early 1980s. And that's when there was a huge explosion of debt in this country, uh, in the United States at least, and really around the world. So one of the things we need to realize is there's there's good debt and there's bad debt. Uh, bad debt is revolving debt, you know, credit cards. Uh, I would put student loans into this. Um, I remember working years ago with people that were, um, you know, getting their their doctorate degrees and, and they were in their postdoc programs, working with them doing financial planning. And I remember sitting with somebody and talking about you know, what they'd spent on college, you know, from, from the very beginning all the way through their doctorate program. And I think one of the people had told me, well, yeah, I'd, I'd spent about, you know, $180,000, $190,000. And I said, well, you know, what are you making now? Well, about $30,000. And I, my jaw dropped to the ground. I said, you spent $190,000 for a $30,000 a year job. That is insane. You know, yes, theoretically over their lives, they will make more money, but they were working for a university. So they're not ever going to make massive amounts of money. And they would end up having to go out to the private sector to do anything about trying to get themselves out of debt at that point. So many people that I've spent time with financial planning over the last 25 years, I can't tell you how many people that I've worked with that were in their late 30s, 40s, even 50s that were still carrying student loan debt from college is insane. You know, first off, you can find ways to go to college. So if you're sitting out there and you're still paying on student loan debt, you better figure out how to help your kids not have to do that, not have to go into debt to go to school. You know, if it means doing what I did, which was I joined the military and I went back on the GI Bill. And for a lot of college, I just paid for it out of pocket. I worked and I paid for it out of pocket. Um, I don't feel sorry for anybody that, you know, doesn't, uh, you know, they, they want to have the college experience or whatever, you know, it, the reality is the, the college experience is very, very expensive if you don't watch out for it. You know, I'll give you an example. Let's say someone is paying a thousand dollars a month in student loan debt, which is not out of the ordinary. I've heard this with a lot of clients of mine, thousand dollars a month. 
you're going to pay that down. So let's say you had $75,000 worth of student loan debt and you're paying a thousand dollars a month. It's going to take you years to do that. It's going to take you about 20 years eventually to do that because of the, the uh, interest and everything else that's been accrued in, mo- in most cases. Um, and a lot of people have more than that 75,000. They'll have a hundred, 120, 130,000. If you went to a private school, that thousand dollars, if you had taken that thousand dollars and you put it away every month and invested it in a very low risk portfolio, um, doesn't have to be swinging for the fences in the stock market. You could have a, a very low risk portfolio, um, maybe more of like a moderate or a balanced portfolio that thousand dollars a month after 25 years, making about a 7% rate of return compounded is $758,988. How many of you that are listening out there could be financially free if you had $758,000 saved? Now you want to hear the power of compounding? Let's add five more years to that. Now that is $1 million in five years, it almost doubled. How about 35 years? $1,658,842. For many of you that are listening to this today, that are sitting there with a W-2 job and you've got debt and you've got, you know, school loans that are still sitting out there, Imagine making more in your investments in one year than you're making sitting there in your job. Could you live with that? That is the power of getting out of debt. Now, I'm not sitting here telling you that I'm perfect and I've never had this problem. Um, I (laughs) tell you my story. When I went to college, you know, I grew up very frugally. My parents were very frugal. Um, And when I went to college, I got introduced to credit cards and started to, hey, I have this money and I can pay for clothes and I can go, you know, hang out and party and buy beer and everything else. And maybe I'll pay them off. Maybe I won't. And it got to the point where I just always carried a balance on my credit cards and never paid them off. Then I eventually got a job, um, a really good job making good money in the financial services industry. And I kept getting more credit and it kept building up and building up and I had lots more credit and I could charge more money. We can go on vacations. We could have fun and never quite paid all those things off. Just kept going, kept going, kept going and making more money, making more money. I just kept building up credit and building up balances on my credit cards and paid a ton of money out every month in, in payments. Um, and then I, I kind of found religion. Uh, I found a, I found a book by a gentleman named Dave Ramsey and I found religion and just happened to leave where I was working, moved down to Austin. And I, with relish, got rid of all my debt, got rid of every last cent of debt that we had Uh, really was starting to build up a good war chest, um, had money that was left over every month. And I decided to leave that employer 
and go out on my own as an independent business person because I was really cocky and I really felt like, hey, I could make a lot more money than if I'm working for somebody else. Uh, didn't really have a plan. Knew that I just wanted to get out and, and work for somebody else. And within a year, I was still spending the kind of money that I had been you know, making before. So we were saving a little bit and we were spending a lot. And all of a sudden we were still spending a lot and I had no more pay or I had very small paycheck because I was building up a business and we blew through our seed corn really fast. Then I went back to work for somebody else. I've told you the story about that. I went to work for somebody else after a year, realized that that was not what I wanted to do. And I was going to, at that point, become an entrepreneur. So we'd built up a little bit of debt. We'd burned through a lot of seed corn, uh, still had retirement accounts and everything else. And then I started my businesses. Uh, we started building businesses, but it was very early on. And we were still spending now at a little, little bit lower level because we'd been accustomed to spending at a little bit lower level, but it got worse. And the credit started building up, the debt started building up. And it got to the point where we were unbelievably in debt and I was not going to file for bankruptcy. I was not going to not pay it. So we just worked incredibly hard for three years and we paid off every last little bit of debt. It was about almost $90,000 over a three year period of time. And this year, for the last time in my life, I am debt free. The only debt we have is our mortgage. And quite frankly, I just refinanced it and it's 2.75%. So I'm not going to pay it off. It makes no sense. I can make more money by not paying it off and just putting that money into a, a, a brokerage account and investing that money and growing that money more over time. So if I can do it, so can you. Three years ago, four years ago at this point, we were on our butts. Um, we were literally sitting in our house trying to figure out what we were going to do. And the only thing we could think to do was just put our heads down, my wife and I, and just work every single day, work as hard as we could. And there were days where I was working seven days a week. I was doing other consulting work. I was doing everything I can think of to make money. And I started to build my businesses. And that was about the time that we started making our businesses very efficient. Those were our freedom engines. Uh, we have today five freedom engines, two of which we're, we're actually kind of putting on the shelf right now to focus on our most current freedom engine, which is our solar company. Because now that we're debt free, we've got a lot of choices. We've got a lot of things that we can do that we haven't been able to for the last five years. I've told you what my goals and my mission for the company is. And one of those is, you know, the, the mission statement is do good. It's that simple. Do good. Do good for our customers. Do good for our employees. Do good for the community and do good for our environment. And that do good for the community part, we're finally at that point again where we can do good for the community. 10% of our profits that we make on the solar business will go towards entrepreneurial education, whether it's in high schools, whether it's in countries where, you know, women, uh, one of our, one of our, 
organizations we love to work with is an organization called Convoy of Hope. Uh, they help women in countries that, you know, are extraordinarily poor in, in Central America, Africa, uh, where women are, you know, they, they basically are very economically challenged and they teach them how to start businesses and they teach them how to change themselves. They teach them how to change the their stars and their economy and that should be passed on to the next generation. And that's how you change the economics of a place that's very poor. So we now have the ability with this business to be able to do that. The business is going to help us to rebuild our investments, which we've been doing over the last several years. Um, it's going to help us to do a lot of good in the community. Um, we're just beginning to think of all the fun things we can do, um, that we can combine giving with helping the environment and helping our community wherever we can. But I couldn't do that if I was carrying a thousand dollars. And I think back, I mean, just to pay everything off, I was paying two to $3,000 per month. Now I have that $2,000 to $3,000 extra that I can reposition into a lot of different things. And literally, if I took no income from this new business, we're fine. We're, we're making a good living without taking any income from this new business. So that gives us a lot of freedom and it gives us the, the freedom to treat ourselves uh, to things that we really want and things that we never thought we were ever going to have because we did the work. So if you're sitting there today and you're looking at your situation and you're where I was four years ago and you can't figure out how to get out, well, there's an old saying, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. You can't eat the whole elephant, can't swallow an elephant, but you can eat an elephant one bite at a time. So you got to figure out a way to chunk it down to smaller pieces. How do you get yourself out? And that's the, the, subject of this show. It's called the debt snowball. Now, this is something I learned from Dave Ramsey, and I think he learned it from others. Um, it's nothing that it, it's basically the advice that your grandmother would give you, but we keep our teeth in when we talk. Um, the debt snowball is very simple. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to sit down. I want you to write out all the debts that you have, everything you can think of, any debt that you have, no matter how small, how large, whatever it is, write down what the balance is, write down what the interest rate is, write down what the minimum payment is. Now, if you've been listening to us up to this point, we have asked you to write down a budget for yourself. So you should have a pretty good understanding of how much money comes in, and how much money that you have left over, how much money comes in, how much goes out, and hopefully how much money you have left over to be able to apply to reducing your debt, to get yourself to financial freedom as quickly as possible. Now, if that's a negative number, you've got to fix that. So there's only two ways you can fix it. You can either increase income or you can decrease expenses. And I would highly recommend that you do both. Uh, that's the only way you're going to get out of debt quickly. You can't just get out of debt by increasing income a little bit. I tried that. It didn't work so well. Now, I'm not saying that you have to eliminate all fun in your life. You know, Dave 
Ramsey always talks about eating beans and rice, rice and beans. I don't think anybody has to be that way. But the things that you're wasting money on, you know, if you have multiple streaming channels and you never watch them, cut them off, shut them off. If you watch streaming and you never watch cable, then cut off the cable. Look at those type of things. Look at your insurances. What are you spending on your property and casualty, on your house, on your cars? Are those with different companies? You might want to consolidate those into one company because you'll get a reduced rate on those. What what are you paying for those? Talk to an insurance agent. I especially recommend insurance agents that are independent agents. Um, I work with one through a company called Goosehead Insurance. And he has access to like 140 different companies that he can write uh, insurance for me on. And so he constantly every year looks at, okay, what are we paying? Should there be something less, you know, or is there something less that's out there? And, you know, he does the shopping for me and saves me from having to do that. If you don't have somebody like that, then start doing a little bit of research, call multiple companies and see if you can reduce your insurance a bit. Once you do that, If you save anything, I don't care if it's $10, I don't care if it's $60, apply that towards your debt snowball. All right. So figure out where you can increase the amount of money, you know, anything that you can decrease, whatever that decrease is, that should go towards paying down debt. And it's then it's neutral. You're not in any worse scenario than you were before. There's always things. And I I do this once a year. I look at my budget because things just seem to creep in. um, And I get six and seven dollar to death with all these subscription services and things like that. And I, I, on a regular basis, go through my phone, go through my streaming services. And if we haven't used something in forever, we just shut it off. We can always come back to it later. That's the beauty of it. Uh, Most of them save all your information. So if you pause your account or you, you close your account. Worst case scenario is you go back in there and you have to figure out what you've watched and what you haven't watched before. So now that we've written down our debts, we've written down the date or the, uh, the interest rate for them, and we've written down our minimum payment. What I want you to do is take that list and I want you to rewrite it. This time I want you to rewrite it with the smallest balance first then the next largest, then the next largest, next largest. Do not pay attention to interest rates. I don't care if your largest one is 20% interest and your smallest one is 1.4. We are trying to eliminate debt and this is the easiest way to do it because we're not trying to be smart and say, oh, well, I'm going to eliminate the one that's got the highest interest rate because I'm paying more interest on that. Why are we not going to do that? Because it's going to take us forever. And what's going to happen if you don't see success, you're just going to get to the point where you're like, what am I doing this for? Why don't I, why do I keep trying to, I can never get out of debt. But if you do a debt snowball, you're going to start with the smallest balance first. So let's just do an example. Let's assume that the, our smallest balance is maybe a $2,000 credit card that we have a store credit card, for one of the stores that we go to and we got we got conned into that at the at the at the front counter when we were checking out and that person said, hey, you can save 10 percent today if you 
if you, uh, you know, sign up for a credit card and we're like, oh, okay, well, I'll save that. And then we just leave a balance on there and that 10% went away. Trust me, they know what they're doing. There's a reason why they ask you that every time. Because uh, most of them get credit for it in some way, shape, or form. And two, that's how a lot of the retail companies increase their margins by getting people to buy on credit and then they're selling a store credit card. So whatever that amount that you've sat there through your budget and you've cleaned up, whatever amount that comes to, what I want you to do for the first month is apply that amount to your minimum payment for that. So let's say I was able to clean up an extra $1,000 of money and this is a $2,000 account. Well, how fast is it going to pay, get paid off? Well, if my minimum payment, let's say, is $50 and I put $1,000 towards this plus that $50, then by the second month, I'm basically paying this thing off. So what happens now? So at the end of the second month, after I've paid that off, when I go into month three, I'm going to apply that $1,000 that I applied towards this with the $50 that I applied that was my minimum or that was my minimum payment before. And now I'm going to apply that to my next largest debt. Let's say that's $5,000. It's another credit card. Now it's a visa. Um, We've stopped using it so that we don't increase the balance anymore. And now we're going to apply the $300 minimum payment on that with the thousand and the $50 from the previous payment. And now in two to three months, that one is paid off. I've in just a very short period of time had paid off two bills. What do we do next? The same thing. We take the minimum payment from the first one plus the thousand dollars plus the minimum payment from the second one that's gone. And we apply all of that to the fourth one or to the third one. And now my $5,000 account is going to go away super fast. And we do the same thing again and again and again and again. It's predictable. We know exactly when we'll get out of debt. All you got to do is the math. Um, If you need some help with the math, I would highly recommend uh, Dave Ramsey's tool. I'm not a Dave Ramsey salesperson, but I, I, this is something I use. Um, is a tool called Every Dollar um, that is available on Dave Ramsey or on uh, RamseySolutions.com. And that, um, that tool allows you to budget every dollar. So you put in at the top how much you, uh, you are going to bring in and all types of income that you have. And then you go down and you budget and you put a budget for every single thing that you spend money on. And anything that's left over, you're going to go to the bottom of the page and that's where your debts are. And then you're going to apply those to that debt snowball that's right at the bottom of the page. And why do we call it a snowball? Well, it's because when you success breeds success, when you see that debt go away, then it becomes, oh, I'm actually succeeding. This is awesome. I'm going to do that again. And then I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. And you become obsessed with getting out of debt. It's amazing. It feels so good. And the last time, August 1st, 2021 for me was that day when at the beginning of the month, I got my paycheck in and I had, I think I I had a minimum payment on that last credit card account of like $500. And by that point I had, um, I had almost 
$3,000, almost 4,000 that I could apply to that debt. And that debt was $3,000. And I wrote that $3,000 check and the extra thousand, it went into my savings account. And that felt really good. It felt amazingly good. And then every month since, I've been putting three to $4,000 into my savings accounts, actually into my brokerage account, because I've, I've got an adequate emergency savings now. So all of that money goes to my brokerage account, and it goes towards growing my, my investments. It goes towards everything that I'm doing. And any new income from this new business is just going to keep padding all of that because I'm not spending any extra money out of there. So really, the only debt I have is my home payment right now, which is nothing um, in comparison to what I'm making and what I'm saving from not having to pay pay down on debt. And now for the rest of my life, I will be out of debt. I will not ever get into debt again because I know what it's like to come back from that. And I know how hard we worked to get back from there. So what does that mean to you? What does debt freedom mean to you? Is it that if we're free from debt, maybe I can quit my job because I can create some kind of a freedom engine that, you know, it doesn't have to make as much. You know, if today you're spending seven, eight thousand dollars a month, you know, and you're maybe making a thousand or ten thousand or nine thousand. I don't know what you're making. Even if you're you're making a good living like that. I can't tell you how many people I know that make a really good living and they're literally living paycheck to paycheck. Because they're trying to impress everybody else and they're not focusing on themselves. They're not focusing on their own household. They're, they're trying to impress everybody else that lives around them. Well, guess what? Everybody else who lives around you is broke too. I know of neighborhoods in this town that I guarantee you 90% of the people in those, those neighborhoods, very nice, very high-end neighborhoods, people driving Mercedes and BMWs, they are literally one job loss away from poverty. Or, or, you know, bankruptcy. So just because somebody looks really successful, that doesn't mean that they're that successful. You just need to take care of yourself, not worry about anybody else, not try and impress anybody else. You know, I laugh because I make a really good living and I drive a 12, 11 year old truck now and I love it and I don't really want to get rid of it. Now I'm going to buy a really kind of fun car this next year that's on my vision board of things I want to do, um, mainly because I want to use it to to really make a big noise with my business. Not that I need it, but it's something that I want, and I have the ability to do that now. So what does freedom mean to you? What are you going to do when you get to that freedom? We talked about just on this last episode uh, episode 15, we talked about vision boards and I told you I've never been a big vision board person. I'm obsessed with it now. If I were you, what I would do is I would create a vision board. If you're trying to come, if you're trying to get out of debt, what I would do is write on a vision board or put a bunch of pictures on a vision board of the things that you would be able to do if you were out of debt. That's going to make it really easy to have a goal when you set up your freedom engine of getting yourself out of debt. Now I'm talking to the people here, you know, there may be some of you in the audience that already have a lot of assets. You know, you might've been a really good saver and you don't, you may not have a lot of debt and you're just not there yet with, with freedom day. You're not taking that time. Very few people have a ton of debt and a lot of assets. 
Um, so usually I'm, I'm talking to those of you in the audience right now that were me a few years ago and, you know, you were just scratching and fighting to figure out where you were going to go and how you were going to get there and, you know, how you're going to come up with that next mortgage payment next month, you know, next month. You just barely eke by this month and how are you going to make that mortgage payment for next month? So take the time, put together a plan, put together your, that's your homework is put together your debt snowball. And I want you to focus. I want you to focus on what you can eliminate from your budget right away. That's something can be fixed very quickly. If you, if you don't remember how to do that, go back to one of the early shows, maybe three or four. Um, and in there, I talk to you about what things you need to focus on. How do you reduce your, some of your expenses and not really change your, your cash flow. So do that, go out, focus on that, put together a vision board of the things that you can do and make sure that you and your spouse, if you have one significant other, whoever, uh, both of you sit down and take the time to make sure that you're both on board. Make sure that your family's on board because they need to understand that this is the things we can do whenever we get out of debt. We're going to get to live life like nobody else gets to live life. That's what I'm just now again being able to experience and really for the first time in my life able to experience for truth. Uh, because before we lived life and we looked like we were doing well, but we really weren't um, because we were in debt. Now we get to live life however we want. Now, the funny thing is we kind of live life the way we've been living life. Uh, nothing's really changed. I mean, we just take the money and, and chunk it away right now. But as we as we earn more and as we build up more, we will you know spend a little bit, but we keep saving quite a bit. So I hope this was helpful for you. I hope that you take the time to do this. I'd love comments on this. If you've done this before, if you've done it successfully, if you think I'm an idiot and you have no idea that, that this could work, um, I hope by me putting it out there and saying, hey, guys, I've done this. I've been there, <laughs> been there a couple times in my life. And I, you know, fool me once, my fault, fool me twice, my fault, plain and simple. I, I fooled myself and didn't take care of, you know, I didn't take care of making sure that we lived within our means and you know we didn't spend overspend on things i have no desire ever to do that again because i want to be able to do the things that i can do now which is gift which is help the economy or you know help our our, our neighborhood and community um be able to go do fun things that we've not been able to do for years um, we've given ourselves a freedom day from uh, in the financial sense in a freedom day in the business sense. Now I have a team that can take care of things while I'm gone. So I don't have to be involved in every single thing that happens. So I hope this was helpful. I really encourage you to get out there and do it. We are on all the podcast channels. Um, what I would ask you to do is we never, sometimes we throw an extra show in here and there. And if you're used to listening to us on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, occasionally there's a little sneaky one that pops in there. So if you don't subscribe to the channel, you're not going to know. It doesn't cost you anything. So subscribe to the channel and you can get out there and see all of uh, or listen to all of these. 
Uh, we'll have more stuff coming up after the beginning of the year. Uh, we're going to start to do a few more exercises and we'll start to have a few um, extra things for our listeners, our regular listeners, as the Freedom Day book comes out. Uh, so be looking for that. Um, we're having a special offer in a couple weeks of we're going to give you the first chapter of the book and get everybody's, you know, get, get everybody's whistle wetted a little bit and see if we can get you to, to get excited about Freedom Day. So thanks a lot. And we'll talk to you here next time. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Nation podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and all the major channels. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe to the channel and leave a rating and review. If you have friends and family that could benefit from their own Freedom Day, please share with them. Finally, join Freedom Nation by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.